It is necessary for the recording of sound to convert the sound waves to corresponding changes in light. The sound waves the sound. produced by my voice are transmitted through the air to the microphone where these sound waves are converted to changes in an electric current. These variations in the electric current are then amplified and used to control the light. This varying beam of light falling on the photoelectric cell produces variations in the electric current which are directly proportional to the variations in the light beam. The sound track. As the varying electrical current in the photoelectric cell is small, a vacuum tube amplifier is required to increase it to the point where it will operate a loudspeaker. Soundtrack. Welcome back to the Occult Rejects. In this episode, we will be finally winding down the Chakra series. Uh, episode 4 of uh, the Chakra series. Um, I thank you all if the, you have listened to the first three and uh, listening to this. I appreciate you spending the time and, uh, yeah, you're spending your attention too, you know, and all that stuff. Because uh, some of those episodes were long, so... I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, finally ending it, and I'm very excited. I have to say, it was very, uh, it was a very exciting series to do, and a lot of fun actually. I had a really good time working with uh, these two, and I do want to thank you both very much for doing this series with me as well. It probably took close to about two months to do these four episodes, so that was a commitment that both of you took. So I yeah. do, uh, I do appreciate that, you know. So thank you, and uh, you know, the listeners, thank them as well. Or this series probably wouldn't have gotten done, or did it with somebody else, and it could have sucked. So, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, very and it, very, very good shit. I was learning a lot too, and it was fun as hell. Yes, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually, sure. it actually is going to spin off to some pretty wild stuff. That actually is something I was going to mention at the end, but. Before we get into it, I, I do want to mention, um, I did talk about in this series how I was going to try to explain something about, like, the chakras folding in on themselves. Um, and due to the fact that certain things have come up, uh, me and Teresa, I did show Louis a few things. Uh, even a listener that is in the medical field uh, has even gotten involved um, I'm probably going to wait to cover that part in the next episode that comes out after this, after the guests. Um, I'll be kind of explaining that because it will be actually more of an episode of showing uh, occult symbolism in inside your head somewhere. Symbols that you may have seen or paintings or architecture that you may have seen could possibly maybe be in here as well. As above, so below. Something like that. Um, I think that will actually really add on to what I was going to try to show with the chakras folding in on themselves. Because there will be things that you'll see in your head. Then seems to replicate itself down below <laughs> again. So it really would fit with kind of the whole folding idea that I had. So uh, when I don't get into that at the end, it's because I'm saving it for a later episode. All right. Sorry, I just dragged that all out to explain that. 
Um, Teresa will be joining that and a, uh, a fellow uh, listener and fan of both the shows that we have will be joining us. So look forward to that after this series is done. And uh, now I will shut up and let you guys uh, introduce yourself uh, since I think Teresa's having technical issues over there. I'll let Louie go first. <laughs> Louie, would you like to say what's up and plug what's up, your amazing podcast? I'm glad to be finishing this, you know, this series off and freaking out uh, with a bang. So, uh, yeah, Louis from Uncanny Mystic Minds podcast. Uh, and yeah, so you can pretty much find my stuff on all major regular platforms, the videos on Spotify and YouTube. And uh, yeah, so I'm glad to be here uh, rocking again for sure. Awesome. Thank you very much. And uh, for the listeners, the links in the bottom. Uh, I know I mentioned this on the last episodes, but in case this is the first time. You're coming across this. Uh, besides going back and listening to the other episodes, I have done a, a three-part series with Louie on planetary stuff on the NY Patriot Show. Go check that shit yeah. out. It was fucking banging. I had a great yeah, time doing that. Yeah, you back too. a little bit some months because apparently freaking earlier you said that shit was like, what, like over six months ago? Was it's got to be. If I was, if I didn't have to switch Eight? screens and screw up uh, right now, I would probably go look, but I'm sure it would just... Make me all yeah, yeah, but it was like a while yeah. ago. So, so scroll back a little bit, and you know, it's it's pretty pretty cool too. Yeah, know? yeah, it was, and that was like another. Those were like hour and a half, out of hour and forty five minutes. Those were pretty detailed episodes, I think. For a, it yeah, really really would have been a fitting uh, cult rejects, but it was on my show, so yeah. uh, definitely pay attention and bring your uh, notebook and pencil with you and take some notes. So, and now we got Teresa, the most amazing co-host from Canada. Ha uh-huh. ha. It's so funny when you say that. What is up? I'm excited. I'm pumped to finish the chakras. But yeah, thank you for having me back. Of course. Um, like I said, yeah. thank you both for sticking this out. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have another show with you called The Spiritual Gangsters. People can hear me on there. Oh, yeah. Which is a lot of fun. So come check it out if you haven't already. It's a good time. <laughs> yes. And the link's in the bottom. Uh, again, it's a little bit more of a different show. It's a little bit more personal. Uh, which is why I love it. Um, it's kind of a break off of real deep uh, conspiratorial stuff, but still somehow still gravitates around conspiracies. Yeah, man. Got to get Louie on there next. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, it's, uh, it's my cup of tea. I like... Um, Put him on the spot. I like over the... I, I, you know, because I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's not That's even, how we get not, all our guests. We ask. I know. We just yeah. them from I'm the other like, shows no. we do. I got, I got, I got stories for that kind of stuff too. I yes. think you do. No, That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. I smell, it, I smell it out on you. Well, I think it's, noise. you know, I've thought of that before. I was like, the, this guy like comes on this show and covers this stuff, but he works in a church. Like I just I fuck love, that. I'm love, like I'm like in order for him to do that, like he has to be pretty uh, spiritual. Yeah, I think well, me and Louie can yeah. connect on dance stuff because you're like yeah. a b boy, right? Uh, well, I had started off uh, learning popping from my friends who were in a popping crew. And That's then, cool, uh, man. And then I ended up learning stuff from around like uh, here in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. And I used yeah. to dance hip hop, so there you go. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, no, uh, I like that show. I like Spiritual Gangsters because, uh, I don't know, uh, it's, I like uh, shooting the shit stuff as well. You know, like, it's like, but it's still, like, re- like relevant, and then the people that you have on, like, 
have a lot to say like they have like a lot to say as well so it's, it's yeah. not going to be like like super small talk you know people who have nothing to say it's officially small talk right and then, <laughs> And then so for this one, it's like a version of that, but it's like more like I call shooting the shit. And then with that, yeah. it's always fun. It's always like you get it's into cool. hijinks. It's like hijinks and fun and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it usually starts with the person's like own personal story, but then it always branches out into like bigger issues and like more rel- like current topics, you know? So I like that about the show. It's kind yeah. of like a microcosm and a macrocosm in one conversation. Yeah, it comes back around. It comes back around. Exactly. Oh, you know what I do want to mention real quick too about the show uh, for Spiritual Gangsters and uh, New York Patriot and the Occult Rejects both. Um, Rumble, go check out Rumble because we will we are streaming there uh, quite oftenly, Uh, especially like Teresa. Go check out the Spiritual Gangsters if you want to catch the lives because I'm gonna stop streaming to my Rumble and stream to our own. So go sub over there if you want to catch the lives, if you're not a fan of YouTube, you know, or if you don't feel like watching the lives on Twitter, if you want to jump in on Rumble and leave comments, uh, just go over there and check it out. Same thing with the NY Patriot Show on the Occult Rejects Rumble. Uh, the Occult Rejects and my show will both be streaming on that one Rumble platform, the Occult Rejects. So... There you go. Enough of that. Um, both of their shows, their links are both in the bottom, like I mentioned before. Um, and I guess uh, if you guys don't mind, only because, like I said before, I'm kind of feeling a little shitty and sick. Uh, I'm going to go and, uh, I guess, start this off if you guys don't mind. Yeah. Real quick, though, before yeah. you start, I want to yeah. uh, say I like your hat. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. I figured <laughs> if we were going to talk about the crown chakra, I thought it was a little phallic, so I'd wear my cock hat. Exactly. You know, where else should it go? He's real subtle, guys. You had to put it on his crown. You had to put it on his crown. And then I got the kings on my chest. Oh, my God. Look at this guy. There's a reason for it all. Always. You have a good shirt on today, Louis. Is that the Joker? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's like one of my spirit animals. And then so, um, yeah, I mean, um, I guess I like... uh, two concepts that are kind of card related because I like playing cards and shit is a, is a wild card, which is like Joker, right? Cause it could be kind of like anything in a sense, like wild card. And then, uh, and then I like Jack of all trades. Mm. And then cause, uh, I'm not really like a, a lot of people specialize in stuff, which, which I love. And that's the people that I like to get on my show. People that are, are actually things and the specializing things and that put hell up. You know, and then for some reason in my, journey here i'm like a fool i'm like a joker that i it's like hard for me to specialize or something like 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 that's like not my the thing same fate, my friend. Yeah. yeah yeah and then uh <laughs> i remember what was it seven bomar you know this pretty he's he's like a he's a he's a adept in his way for sure um he like talked about how like the jackal is like the joker and then uh what like like Jack of all trades is like tied to the Joker. And then so, and then I have my thing with that because uh, like my birthday is on 10, six and that's like the mad hatter, which is like a Joker <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so yeah, I'm like all that. about that. Uh, for some reason I have like, that's like a part of my destiny or something like that, that I can't get away from. That's so cool. yeah, I'm representing, I'm representing C. I like it. Yeah. Nice. Oh, out. there it is. There you go. Yeah. Nice. All the way around. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I like the, I do like the thing behind you too, that Louie. 
your background oh my tree my tree yeah. of life yeah. yeah remove your head i think it's got the black sun on there right yeah it has a oh, sun in the moon yeah <laughs> yeah oh, and then i like the whole psychedelic colors and then uh that whole thing yeah Nice. I got psychedelic in my other one in my office, and then so uh, I like that trippy, the whole trip. No, your vibe. office is set up pretty cool. I remember the few times that we, I think we did the uh, planetary series from there, right? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, around. that shit's like hooked up pretty nice. Yeah, depending on uh, if it's an AM or a PM, you know, or you know, like earlier, later one, then it, you know, and then so, yeah, yeah. Um, was there anything else that you guys wanted to uh, say before I went into it? And then I can let you guys go anyway. Nah, let her rip. Okay, all right. Oh, let I will rip. I will ask you, though, uh, <laughs> Teresa, to please pronounce the first, uh, I mean, pronounce this. Our last chakra? Yes. The crown chakra, a.k.a. the Sahasrara chakra. <laughs> I know, right? Fucking holy it's God. like the most awkward one. Sahasrara. Go, go for it. Yeah, like falls to the wall. Twister. Go for the pronunciation. Some twister waiting to happen. I couldn't even let that one out. Holy crap. Good job. I know. To, to be job. fair, I did have to review the pronunciation like I, I YouTubed it. Because I was like, oh, okay. I forget how to say it. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that was right. But forgive me, anyone that speaks Sanskrit or is Indian and it's just like she's that was so very good. She just butchered it. <laughs> she just butchered the shit out of that. No, no, no. me and NY would have butchered it. You didn't. Oh, really yeah. Good. I hope so. I hope it was decent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the meaning I have for that is thousandfold on the location the top of the head. Um, this person has the element as thought. Uh, manifestation could be uh, information. Personal function, understanding, psychological state, bliss. I like that one. Uh, color, violet to white. Uh, said seed sound, none. But then the vowel sound, I don't know. Do you know what this would be, uh, Teresa? The vowel sound for it? It looks like it's a capital N, and then a G, N, G, N, G. I mean, does that so sound? So I had uh, basically OM for it, like okay. the A-U-M, not the O-M. So it's like Aum, like oh, okay. that. Oh. Yeah. I think so. I've come across that too, but I don't know. Yeah. I saw I'm that. Not sure I was what like, the I other ones about <laughs> you're talking about, but uh, yeah, that's what I had for it. The Sephiroth makes sense to me. Kether, which would be the top of the tree of life. Uh, and as above, so below, the planet is going to be Uranus. So <laughs> you've gone from that's the funny. top to the bottom, <laughs> right the crown there. to Uranus. <laughs> In through the outdoor. <laughs> Let's stop now. No. <laughs> the that metal is, is gold. <laughs> Foods uh, non-fasting, um, corresponding verb to know, and then uh, the yoga path. I was going to ask you to uh, maybe help with this too. It's J N A N A yoga. Yana yoga. And uh, what is that? I believe it's the yoga of knowledge. Oh my god, okay. you put me on the spot. Mm. That's cool. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Hold on. We gotta look it up real quick. And it says or meditation. Yeah. I'll keep going while you look that up. Um, real quick, there's a couple of herbs that it mentions: a uh, lotus and uh, go to cola. I don't know how what that is. Herbs for the incense. Uh, minerals, amethyst and diamond. Um, the pantheons, a couple of deities are in stuff that I can go over. Uh, deities would be Shiva has or uh, moving upward, Shakti. 
Um, other pantheons, Zeus, Allah, Nut, Enki, Inanna, Odin. Um, some other one I don't know how to pronounce, so I'm not going to even try. <laughs> All right, so now enough of the... Uh, oh, did you find that? What you were looking yeah, for? Yeah, so it, Yana Yoga is the path of attaining knowledge, the true nature of reality, and the practice of meditation, self-inquiry, and contemplation. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I like yeah. that. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry, sorry again. Putting you on the spot. Like <laughs> no, it's, I, I just assumed just like, you would, and I shouldn't have I assumed. I hope I remember somewhat correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you came out with it. I mean, for yeah, your benefit. I mean, you, you you didn't really hesitate or nothing like that. I don't know. Well, mm. It's similar to Jainism, if you guys have heard of that. No, J A I N. it's the same thing. St- like yoga, study of yogic knowledge and self enlightenment. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Fitting. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. All right, so here I'm going to go into uh, just a couple of things that I wanted to go over. A couple of pages. I'll try to uh, hurry it up. The element of this chakra is uh, thought, a fundamentally distinct and unmeasurable entity that is uh, the first embarrassed manifestation of the greater field of consciousness around us. Accordingly, the function of this chakra is knowing just as other chakras are related to seeing, speaking, loving, doing, feeling, or having. It is through the crown chakra that we reach into the infinite body of information and run it through our other chakras to bring it to recognition and manifestation. The seventh chakra relates to what we experience as the mind, especially the awareness that makes use of the mind. The mind is a stage for the play of consciousness and can bring us comedy or tragedy, excitement or boredom. We are, priv- we are the privileged audience that gets to watch the play, although sometimes we identify so completely with the characters on stage that we forget it is only a play. I thought that was pretty interesting coming from a magician. <laughs> you know, sometimes I think if you, some of the things like they say like that, if you, I think, understand magic a little bit more than the average person, those things will sometimes speak a little bit louder. Um, yeah, psycho- it shows you that, that they know what they know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. kind of what I get. Like, oh, like, they actually, yeah. Why? Why <laughs> is it even if there's people who are like known as being good or bad occultists, they all fucking still say some way of saying that it's all a stage in a play. Either they quote, so you know, uh, Shakespeare, or whoever, or they have their own ways of saying it. That is said a lot, you know, and I think people yeah, should take sure. should take that into consideration. Mm. Um, physiology, whatever the crown chakra relates to the brain, especially the higher brain or cerebral cortex. Our amazing human brain contains some 13 billion interconnected nerve cells capable of making more connections among themselves than the number of stars in the entire universe. This is a remarkable statement. Our brains as instruments of awareness are virtually limitless. Yet there are 1 million sensory receptors within the body and 10 trillion synapses in the nervous system, making the mind 100 times, 100,000 times more sensitive to its internal environment than its than to its external one. If I could, if I could interject, yeah, sure, go that, ahead. that is a testament to the lotus petals. That a thousand times more is because. Mm. 
uh, this one, the this final one is the thousand petals, which makes it the hundred and forty-four thousand. Like that gives it that full number. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. From yeah, that's interesting. How it it actually uh, how like kind of like ones and zeros did follow that a lot with uh, with like referring back to like things in the brain too. If you think about it. Like one million or ten trillion, it's all still ones and zeros. One hundred thousand. Yeah. It's interesting, and it's you know, and then we're referring back to Kether, which is the first sphere. So, uh, so it is truly from a place within that we receive and assimilate most of our knowledge. From within, we access a dimension that has no locality in time and space. If we postulate that each chakra represents a dimension of smaller and faster vibration, we hypothetically reach a plane in the crown chakra where we have a wave of infinite speed and no wavelength, allowing it to be everywhere at once. Which kind of is like, and, you know, I've heard other people say it, and it really does sound cheesy, and I hate that, like, you know, even like the whole phrase of downloads, like, I really hate that phrase, but it does make sense. Um, like some of the experiences that I have had, it does feel like that, like at some point you do kind of like just spread out into like this, like sea of existence. Like you're just actually within everything that you're experiencing. It's really hard to explain, but I do kind of understand what it's saying here. That's what they're getting at. It does feel like you're like within everything at once. Um, in this way, the ultimate states of consciousness are described as omnipresent by reducing the world to a pattern system occupying no physical dimension. We have infinite storage capacity for its symbols. In other words, we carry the whole world inside our heads. I've even talked about that a lot uh, recently where I think symbols and like talismans and sigils, you know, and even with art, uh, you know, like stuff like for one, you don't have to open your mouth. Um, it's just your eyes and your brain really just decoding something. It's almost like, you know, or even writing. Um, there's no speech involved. It is just really just you looking at something and decoding what it means or says. I do think that's like uh, kind of like wild in a sense if you really think about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like you could look at, uh, at a sigil or a painting and, and, and like you're not going to open up your mouth, but that thing could tell you like, 10 pages worth of something, you know, like it could be that deep to somebody, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's encrypted and coded. Yeah. I find that just how like you could really use a symbol to one little symbol really could take up actually so much fucking space. And you know, you know what I'm getting at? Like, it's really weird. Well, just the way you're describing it with like so many like neurons and like neural synapses, like, possible and stuff it reminded me of that show if you guys have seen it 1899 that was on netflix you know I, I did and i don't even remember it anymore oh man it's so good okay so it was one of my favorites that like came out recently. i think i watched it because you suggested it so many times <laughs> or you were telling me how great it was when you were watching it. and i was like all right i'll check it out and yeah, I, I remember no, thinking I it was cool it. but i don't remember anything so in one of the promos for the show i don't think it's a quote from the show, I believe it's a quote by Emily Dickinson, the author, but they used it in like the commercials for the show. And it says like the brain is wider than the sky. 
So the whole thing is, the brain is wider than the sky, for put them side by side, the one the other will contain with ease and you beside. So it's just saying, like, your brain capacity is, like, bigger than the universe, basically. All the universe can be contained, like, just right here in your head. If you knew how big your head was, right? Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's wild when you think about it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It makes me feel better, like, in terms of, like, uh, (laughs) like, uh, any potential anxiety that could come. Like, I'm like, no, this this is all in here. It could be resolved. It's kind of like, I I guess it reminds you of, like, say, like, some mushroom trips back in the day where, like, you're just going, like, really tripping out hard. And then you're like, no, this is all in my head. Like, even if I'm seeing this whatever I'm seeing or the, or the wackiness or these colors or this and, or whatever it was. Um, I'm like, no, this is, this is a product of my, it's still in my mind still. It's, it's a product of the chemicals I just took that are going to wear off. Yeah. Of this, uh, cow, <laughs> synapses, of this cow shit fungus that I just yeah. ate that, uh, <laughs> that didn't taste that good. It tasted like dirty sunflower seed, uh, shells or something like that. <laughs> Too funny. Nice. Uh, no, but it's crazy how powerful it is because you could you could you're having that experience of tripping out but conscious that you're tripping out right like aware yeah. of it and then also able to like calm yourself while it's still occurring like when yeah. you think about it that's pretty wild yeah all types of stuff i've had the the this that and the other i guess with that and so i've I felt like that, and then the opposite, and then on the other side. So I don't know. It's like having a bit, yeah. like having the whole, thing, the whole gamut, you know. Or even like having a kind of like a bad experience and still coming out of the end of it, like okay, like I bet you that even does like something to you, psyche. Dude, coming down off shrooms a lot of times was like the best. I remember uh, I had a I had like one like one early one that I remember that when I was finally coming back down, and like for me, I called it like coming back down to earth, right? And I was like cruising down a. El Camino, which is like a main street uh, in the Bay Area. And um, I was just cruising down in my, I had an old school Mustang at the time, back in the, when I was young. And um, and I was, we were cruising it, like we were just driving really slow and just enjoying the hell out of every, like every little second because you knew you came back down. You're like, oh, I'm here again. You're like, oh my God, this is so good. Like, like. Like, thank goodness for all this, you know, like, you know, I, I've, I've definitely been there before with that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, oh, here, let me uh, finish writing this. Uh, this begins in the, um, all acts of creation begin with conception. We must first conceive of an idea before we can enact it. This begins in the mind and then descends the chakras into manifestation. Conception gives us the pattern and manifestation and wait, sorry. Conception gives us the pattern and manifestation fills it with substance, giving it form. Pattern implies order. To the Hindus, order is the underlying universal reality. Indeed, if we look at nature and celestial universe, the apparent the apparent intelligence of its exquisite order is astonishing. I find this interesting that this this is in here. Pattern relates to the word for father or patter. The father gives the seed, the DNA, the information or pattern which stimulates the creation of form. Conception begins when a pattern is adequately received. It is then the material aspect that gives substance to the pattern as well as half the DNA. 
Mother comes from matter, as does the English word matter with M-A-T-T-E-R. To make something matter, M-A-T-T-E-R, it must materialize, manifest, or be mothered. In this way, Shiva provides the form or pattern, while Shakti, as the mother of the universe, provides the raw energy that materializes the form. That is, in my opinion, kind of like the Scarlet War on a very high arc. That's wild. I never made that connection before. Pattern and matter. Paternal and maternal. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Cool. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and then what you said about the Scarlet Horror, like, uh, on the extreme level of this, it's exactly that. Yeah, like, it's before you even get into, yeah, like, physical it's stuff, it's just the whole, even just in spirit of thought, you still need kind of like a, uh, yeah, it's hard to explain, but... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I thought that was the yeah, best way like, to try to explain. On the extreme, on the like, uh, you know how the chakras have different colors, you know. So on the extreme version of the purple or the violet, then that's where you get the scarlet, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I would say, uh, like the scarlet hole obviously would probably be like a little bit, I guess, you know, kind of over by Gaborah heading up towards like Saturn or Bina. I would really consider like what this was talking about was like the top of the left pillar and like the top of the right pillar. You know, yeah, which would be Binah and Chokma, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, at this chakra, we are furthest removed from the material world and with its limitations of space and time. Find that interesting. In this sense, the seventh chakra has the greatest versatility and can encompass the greatest scope of any of the chakras, hence, its state of liberation. Within our thoughts, we can jump from ancient Stone Age to visions of the future. We can imagine being in our backyard or think of a distant galaxy, all in a mere instant. We can create, destroy, learn, and grow all from a place existing within and requiring no movement or change without. Some say this chakra is the seat of the soul, an eternal and dimensionless witness that stays with us throughout lifetimes others say is the point through which the divine spark of shiva enters the body and brings intelligence it is the master processor of all awareness the gateway to worlds beyond and worlds within the dimensionless circumference that encompasses all that is however we choose to describe it we must remember, however, we choose to describe it, we must remember that its scope is far greater than our words can convey. It can only be experienced. And I do think uh, if you go through that and think of things that I have said about my opinion of magic, I would say that you would have to have that experience to actually understand it. And I think that's why this was important because it summed all that up with saying it's an experience. You have to have that, I think, to actually even understand or comprehend what was just said here. Not to make it sound like that wild, but you know, it's saying about going other places and seeing other things. I do one hundred percent believe that that's possible. So yeah, I mean, uh, with what you were just saying right now, like like you would have to how you were saying you have to experience it. Like, uh, uh, I guess I kind of resonate with this in terms of like a testament to when I ask someone 
like uh, do you like do you have worlds or like do you know of other worlds and then the people that tell me like yes are the people that have I could tell have that activated like the top two activated and then the ones who tell me the answer of uh they only know here like just here on earth like this is where they truly reside then they really don't know about it and then like I keep getting the 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 clues and the information that kind of keep showing me that and so yeah you know there's definitely truth to that uh before i this is the last page i got before i go Teresa, did you want to add anything or say anything um no just the way you were describing like the dance of the energies like the shiva and shakti like the male and female energy it just always makes me think of like the experience again <laughs> i've talked about this on other episodes but like pregnancy and you know like having children because you know you get that like spark of creation like you know from the male energy the, the you could call it the pattern or dna right i know mm -hmm. there's female dna involved too yes. but then like you need the mother to form right the child the child grows within her and she gives birth to the child and she makes like she makes that energy matter she makes it like an actual like thing you know, like a physical thing. So I just find that really interesting. That's I'm like, just, I'm so stuck on the pattern and, and matter thing. I'm like, Ooh, it's <laughs> so good. No, that was, that was good. That was I good. That really it. even that what you were saying right there, like even, and I know I bring this up a lot too, but I think these are both good examples. Um, that movie mother with an exclamation point, um, you know, basically at the end, you know, the chick that he's with now, he would be the patter. She would be the matter. She's burnt out, done to a crisp, and he's still there, but she's done, and everything burns to the ground, everything's gone. It does not, that house does not turn into a home again until there is another feminine energy showing up in his bed that starts the scene, creates the house, and all the grass in the field again. You know, he is the source of energy, and then she is the thing that produces, every, you know, everything with it. All the meaning. Yeah. That's how it goes. So, yeah. And then also, too, like, it always, with the crown chakra especially, I think I mentioned this also on a, another episode, but I can't recall. Um, like, when I had my kids, like, just the top of their heads, like, where the crown chakra would be located, their, you know, the, the baby's skull is not, like, fully formed, like, for a long time. The soft right? spot. Yeah, the yes. soft spot on top yes. of the baby's head. And it's, like, the four plates of the cranial, like, plates are not like fully together so there's literally like a space right and i always would feel like so drawn to like touch the top of their head or like kiss the top of their head because i just feel like they're so connected to source and it's like so special like and that's they why are, it's they are, they're more connected they're like they're not fully like here oh. in this realm yet part of their mind is still like tethered till that the skull is fully formed, and then I feel their connection is more severed to the spiritual realm. Yeah, no, literally. Um, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that was something yeah. we were going to, well, I, I know that was something I was contemplating on covering, I think, with the other person that's going to come on in the next episode that we cover, too. Because mm -hmm. it was something to do with that, and I think the amount of time that that you know, grows in, and then something else with inside our head, that grows in with a certain amount of time and they were all like occult numbers and all looks like occult symbolism. So it's very weird. So I, I think that's actually something that will be brought up in the next episode too. Yeah. yeah. Cause it can also look like a cross on your head too, as a child. Yes, it can. Yeah. And as some, 
people point out on old maps of the world, the North Pole looks like that too. Oh, I never heard of that. Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, on like really old maps, it's like there's like four rivers like pouring out of the top of, of the earth. Well, or if you want to get into flat earth, that's a whole other thing. You know what? You know what I was even noticing, and I don't, I don't know if this was something that I was going to bring up. Maybe it was, but like even depending, like you know, sometimes like when you when I've looked it up, it's not like a, a perfect cross on the head. It's almost kind of like uh, the cross is a little bit closer to the front of the head. Like it's not even. So it no. does. It does almost actually. If you think about it, sometimes if you look at like certain shelled bugs that fly. Maybe mm. even like beetles. It almost looks like the front part that doesn't come open, and then the back part that opens up and flaps. It oh, almost even okay. kind of looks like the beetle. Well, and in that show, eighteen ninety nine, a big symbol is the scarab beetle, which wow. is a symbol of resurrection, I believe. Yes. Wow, it's a very big ancient Ooh. Egyptian. Uh, and then the Christian wow. cross is another symbol yeah, of resurrection. Oh, wow. That's oh cool. shit! That's cool. <laughs> All right, sorry, we get, we started getting off track, but all <laughs> yeah. right, no, that was all good. Stuff. At least it's a teaser for the next show because it's mm-hmm. uh, that one's actually going to be pretty fucking wild and deep. I actually think we mm-hmm. may. I thought for me, I thought it ruined Christmas. Like not that Christmas wasn't already ruined for me already. I thought it ruined Christmas for me. She was like, "Oh no, this makes it even more nah, deeper." You know. Makes it better. Yeah, I know. When I when I took your opinion, when I took your look at it, I was like, "All right, I I, I get what you're saying, but." We may, uh, we may really blow your minds on some stuff with Christmas as well. <laughs> so, little teaser. Yeah. All right, let me finish this last page. The consciousness of the crown chakra can be roughly divided into two types depending upon where our attention goes. That which descends and becomes concrete information, useful for manifesting in the world, and that which expands and travels outward towards more abstract, abstract planes, the first is orientated toward the worlds of things, relationships, and the concrete self. It is a result of limiting attention. It is the consciousness that actively thinks, reasons, learns, and stores information. It is our cognitive consciousness. We can think of it as the lower focus of the crown chakra, organizing finite bits of detail into even larger structures. The second type of consciousness consciousness, I call transcendent consciousness. It it interfaces to a realm beyond the world of things and relationships. It is consciousness without an object, without awareness or reference to the individual self, and without the wide fluctuations that occur in the logical and comparative thought patterns of cognitive consciousness. Instead, this form of consciousness floats in a meta-awareness, encompassing all things simultaneously without focusing on any objects in particular. That probably sounds wild. It floats because it lets go of the normal objects of consciousness and thus becomes weightless and free. So. Totally. It's like giving up all uh, all the handcuffs. And being completely free, not bound to anything. For me, I was thinking about uh, like the two kings in a sense of like uh, I, I relate them to like uh, like raw and set, you know, like in ancient times, and then the Greek, you know, was like a with like Kronos and Zeus and all that. It's like how uh, Teresa's wearing the orange, 
and then I got the purple. It's like uh, those are the two kings, like, uh, like even in the Bible that like that's why the Bible has two very it seems like they have two different authors. So it's like this conflicting story that happens and it's from archetypes. And um, how you were saying wait lists, I think about how like uh Kronos will have like a Sith and it's like cutting. So it's like wait lists. And then the other one, Zeus is always known like kind of Thor for like the big body. Like it's always like the big, mm. like, uh, like it has weight, a lot of weight, like, you know, like how Thor would or, or whatever. And so there's, it's like the weight versus weight list. And so it's like, a, that's like the, the, the contradiction of the two Kings. Like you have like a shady King and then who is like Kronos or like the, like the set version. And then you have the benevolent generous one who's the orange version. So, yeah. All right. So I guess, uh, Teresa, did you want to cover or not? Uh, whichever, whichever one of these want to go first. I don't care. Um, yeah, I can go. Sure. Okay. Yeah, go, go, go. Um, well, yeah, just another thought to add on to like what you guys were saying just now. I think it's interesting that the color of the chakra is like white or like violet, but I'll go with white because yeah. it's the integration of all the other colors before, you know, like white light looks clear or white, whatever. But then when you hold it to a prism, you see all the other colors broken out, right? So it's building and integrating all the other chakras prior, right? Or the opposite, also the inverse. It can also filter down and provide all the color for all the rest of the chakra. So it goes like both ways, right? Yeah. I always yeah. think of this chakra as like your fully most integrated self being activated. So you're building on like all the energies and all the pieces of yourself from lowest to highest or receiving thought, divine thought, divine inspiration that then filters down the opposite way through your body. So it's kind of like the, the transistor. <laughs> What's yeah. the word I'm looking for? Alternating current up there. Transmitter. Yes. It's ACDC. <laughs> right. I swear. That's why Alistair Crowley gave himself AC as the fucking his initials. Probably. <laughs> Seriously, I guarantee you, that has something to do with it. It is. That's what I. That's how I think of this uh, chakra. It's like your most integrated self, or as some people like to use the term, your highest self. And then when it's out of alignment, that's when you get a lot of um, dis-ease or like mental like issues. You know, you could feel very like much melancholy, um, depression, anxiety, these kinds of things. Lack of focus. So like a lot of people think they have ADD especially as adults. I hear this is like a, this is a trend I notice online. A lot of women are like, I have ADD, like as an adult. And mm. I'm like, maybe you're just, your crown chakra is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's very possible. Yeah. And honestly, I think that a lot of um, social media and like short attention span. I was going to say, maybe it's just too much social media. Well, and our, our attention span has gotten significantly less over like even the last 10 years, 15 uh. years, you know, just with like the more, um, popularity of like shorter form video um tiktok like instagram yeah. stories yeah. reels like all this stuff it's like it's always shrinking our attention more and it really it's more condensed yeah, yeah more condensed and i really feel like that fucks with our like mental energy big time yeah yeah so, for sure i think that's just you know this is a way that they like attack us shall we say it's through our energetic system obviously right yeah. If, yeah, yeah. If you want to leverage uh, vulnerabilities, you know what I mean, and that's a, that that would be a tactic, you know. 
Totally. Yeah, because this is the chakra that controls, like, memory, intelligence, focus, these kinds of things, right? Um, but, yeah, when it is in balance, you can be very, like, compassionate and have a lot of, like, spiritual understanding, feel very connected to the divine. So you want to really... Kind of, like, in the focus. flow with everything. In the flow, yeah. So you could say, like, you have to build on all your other chakras to then first, like, attempt this one. But I think, too, sometimes it's the opposite. Because if you want to change something about yourself, say you have like a bad habit or whatever, or that, or that expression, I actually have one of my yoga teachers used to say this all the time, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Right. So you have to decide here first. And that's why you know? I was saying that the element for this one is thought. Thought, exactly. The other ones, which actually have a traditional element, but this one, it's like more etheric. It's more like nothingness, like a, how a thought could be. Exactly. Like I can decide tomorrow that I want to be a truck driver. I have to first decide and then I have to put into action all the things that will make me a truck driver. But I first decided that, you know, it didn't come, it didn't come from my root chakra. It didn't come yeah. from, it didn't come from the bottom up. From a need, it's, it's, from like a, a, a primal need that, that you have. Yeah. Let's just say it, I just it like randomly decided it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I can just pick a, an idea out of the ether, implant it in my head and then implement the action through my body. Right. Yeah. But I have to first make the decision to make all the engine of my body run in that direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. It starts with a thought. It starts <laughs> with the thought. Exactly. Because I know a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't like attempt to um, align your crown chakra until all your other ones are aligned. And that, that's good advice, sure. But sometimes I think it's just the mind is the more powerful one. So if you, yeah, can, well, if you can get yeah. that in line, then everything else will just follow suit. How you were saying at the beginning, like in theory, you know, you would want to stack them from the beginning from one up, right? But at the same time, you could also do a version of a hack and go from and do the opposite, like in yes. a sense, like you would have that, like that uh, access in a way, you know. Totally. Like right now, I'm going back to the gym a little bit. I have to decide that I go to the gym before yes. my body gets itself there. You know what I'm saying? And I can't rely on the feeling of motivation to get there because I will be more, won't be motivated anymore after the first week. I won't yeah. feel it anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have to decide to just go yeah. and make a conscious decision to do it. To make that mental yeah, choice sure. to be there. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I think it is like your most, your most integrated self and you sometimes make those decisions despite feeling a certain way about it. You know, like this is the one that can override all the rest. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. It can change everything. It can cause a, a like a chain reaction down totally. to everything else. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you want to like some of the poses. Yeah, 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 good, good. Yeah. This one. So yeah, if you uh, if you want to work on your crown chakra, <laughs> activating it, some poses you can do are headstand. So any inversion, so anything where you're upside down is helpful. Um, headstand, rabbit pose, which is when you would like be kneeling and then you grab behind for your heels, slowly curl, tuck your chin into your chest and curl your spine over. So basically you're holding your heels while the top of your head is touching the ground and your spine is all curled up like a rabbit looks, right? Um, and then another great one is, of course, corpse pose or shavasana, which is like the traditional final pose in a lot of practices. So that's just 
all the other asana, all the other physical postures is to prepare your body for that one pose of meditation, basically. And then that's just to, you know, connect with the divine and literally practice. I had one Buddhist teacher tell me this. It's literally to practice being a corpse. It's practicing how to die well, how to surrender well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because so. yeah, this color has helped me the most about, uh, about death, yeah. about learning and preparing for death and embracing death. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's kind of weird to talk about, but it's a reality we all go through. Yeah, <laughs> so no, here, yeah watch for sure. Oh, yes. That's interesting. Yeah, see? yeah, I think he's got cards. So. This this represents, this is one version of uh, of death, and it's like uh, it's like Santa Muerte type of stuff, but like the color oh, would be purple for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true, oh, right? Yeah, that goes with yeah. Saturn as well, with death. Exactly, yeah. There was like well, a like Saturn. a lot of Halloween colors are orange of course but also purple yeah yeah for sure i never yeah. thought about that before yeah hmm. um there is also a breathing technique that can really help activate this chakra and bring it back into balance so uh, you know i'd say a pretty common symptom of modern living is anxiety and feeling like stuck in your head losing focus throughout the day feeling overwhelmed so if that ever happens to you an easy thing you can do is called nadi shodana so this is alternate okay. alternate nostril breathing. Probably some people have uh, heard of it before, yes. right? So you just take your index and middle finger and tuck them down in your palm. And then you take your thumb to cover your right nostril, right? You breathe in through the left, pause. On the pause, switch your ring finger to cover your left nostril. Breathe out through the right, pause. Breathe in through the right, switch and breathe out through the left, et cetera, et cetera. So, wow. and if you try it, swear to God, Oh, I've done that plenty of times before. Yeah. yeah that, that's come one. up in books that I've like used for like breathing techniques and visualizations and shit. Totally. I mean, that looks a little weird, so you might not want to do it. Like you could do it sitting at your desk. Like if you have a cubicle, <laughs> just be like, I'm not sniffing Coke. I swear to God. <laughs> just like covering my nostrils. Another cool one, but I forget the name of it, is to um, form your tongue like a straw. So make like a oh. little loop, right? Okay. Yeah, and breathe through your tongue like a straw, like like that. And then it cools the air and it refreshes you like real quick. Hmm, never heard of that. Yeah. I've done the alternate one, especially with like sinuses or like allergies. Yes, like, yes. Whenever you got like a sinus thing or allergies, like it's usually one that's more than the other. So then mm -hmm. I'll kind of like, it, it just kind of uh, helps out for sure. But I never heard of the the... Strong tongue, tongue, strong tongue, tongue. Yeah, oh, I get my kids to do it when they uh, when they feel nauseous or like when they're nervous. If you can just like stop and do that, because it's easy for them, you know, like they're little. Yeah. So I just am like, make a straw with your tongue and breathe through it. And they're like, and they're like, oh yeah, I feel better, mummy. <laughs> it's just like these little the hacks. Of breath work. Yeah, it funnels the it breath. It makes sense. That's it's cool. Pranayama. Yeah. Heard of that. Oh, okay. I never. Yeah. yeah I forget the name, but sorry. <laughs> But yeah, Nadi Shodana is really useful. And if you can practice it regularly, you'll notice like your concentration and focus does improve for sure. Yeah, because you're focusing you're focusing the air. So then you would figure the rest will probably follow, right? Well, it's called pranayama, right? The practice of breathing, controlling your breath. If you can control your breath, you control your prana, which is your life force. Mm. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. Right? Very, good, yeah. very good way to say it. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
that's pretty much all for me, I think. Cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Yeah, well, well, man, uh, so I like the crown, man. Uh, I got to I got to think for that one. Uh, it's it's like the culmination of all of this shit. You know how they stack on top of each other like little discs or like or whatever, and so uh, Russian the crown dolls is actually, huh? Like those Russian dolls, one inside the next. Yeah, yeah, and then so oh, they relate yeah. to each other, and then like if one is affected, the other one's affected in a sense, and then so therefore the crown is like the culmination, and then uh, I mean, like I think we referred to it before. I'm not sure. I mean, you talked about it, but uh. uh it, it's like a barometer for the rest of them. Like the like the last real one, or, or no, me and Teresa were talking about this. The last real one that does that that type of work in the body is the third eye one. But and then the but the barometer, it's like the culmination. So mm. it's like it adds up all the stuff, it tallies all the stuff. Just how Saturn will tally and do the checks and balances, it tallies all the stuff to make sure the alignment is good. It's all about the alignment. And then if the alignment is good, it's like a key that just hit its spot and then you can go in there and and then you have access <laughs> or uh, to the cosmos like you're out there. So um, how Teresa was saying, it's like, you know, the, the baby soft spot. Me and you talked about NY about uh, a dolphin in the blowhole. I, I would yes. give that analogy, right? It's the same spot. The blowhole is the same spot as the, as the soft spot of a baby. And then if you think about it, when the baby comes to this earth, it's like uh, that's the last spot to thing, you know, to get kind of cemented into, you know, earth or whatever. Therefore, it was the last part of heaven. So it's like our tether or like our umbilical cord to the heavens or to the cosmos, you know. And uh, a lot of this stuff, like uh, it boils down to in a nutshell, trust in the universe. If you have trust in the universe, you'll be able to blow out of it, you know, like your blowhole. Right. And if you don't trust the cosmos then, you know, uh, you might have, you know, things like feelings of like confusion or a lack of motivation or on extreme levels, uh, like the homeless people, like here in San Francisco, you see a lot of that people talking to themselves and they're out in space land talking to God knows who out there. Mm -hmm. They're too ethereal. They're too out there and like not grounded. And then how, um, how you do initially want to start with the root at the same time, you could start with the crown, but if you start with the crown in an extreme level, you'll be kind of like the homeless people that are uh, talking to themselves too much. If you're not grounded at all, that's a, you know, and so, uh, but, but, but it is true. Like they are, they are connected like that. Just like the, uh, how the root and the crown are connected is just the same way the tower is connected. You know, me and NY were talking about this um, on our, on our freaking planet series. And the colors, see, you see there's a purple chakra, but the colors right there is the red fire. It's going down. And then NY in our uh, in our planet series, you were talking about how if you do this part right, if you burn and crumble down correctly, like on par, then you will get the crown. You know, like uh, the crown comes after this. So, uh, so the root and then the crown are very, they're, because they're on the ends that, so they're kind of tied, but they're obviously the opposite. So there's something to that for sure. And, um, that that yeah. card even does, that tower card even falls on a, uh, falls on a path between the spheres on the tree of life. So like it even is in the middle, in a sense, of the two pillars. So, mm. you know, they always say you should, you know, you're supposed to use the middle pillar. You're supposed to be in the middle. I even think that that's showing you. It's like the rising up yeah. the middle. 
Yeah, and then the crown's on top, right? That's a little crown right on the yeah. top. Yeah. Yeah. You burn it right, you end up you end up crowning. And then so um You know what's weird? They were talking about sorry, real quick, they're talking about all those yeah. electrical synapses going on inside your brain. And then you're showing the thing of lightning. Like, how do you know that's not just the representation of a electricity? Yeah. You know, I mean, it could that, even get that, that deep, you know? Yeah, no, it's that flash. And, and just how we're saying the element is thought, it's the, uh, it's like uh, the flash of the thought, you know, because a thought comes just like that in an instant, in a flash. Yeah, so. Yeah, uh, so with the crown, man, it's like, besides trust in the universe, you know, um, the crown is basically that would help you like where you acknowledge like how Teresa was saying like your higher self you acknowledge something that's beyond you that's up like there in a sense you know what I mean to give you you know like 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 we'll think of out there and then so it's when you make the decision as a human to like like all right there's something beyond me and I'm gonna work with it and adhere to it and then that's where a relationship uh, happens you know what I mean like that's like to the uh, like the judgment, I guess, if you think about it, because uh, like with this one, you obviously see the big old angel with the trumpet. He's like way above you. So it's like acknowledging that there's something like above you and beyond. And then so if you roll with that and make trust in that, you can start to make this connection. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah. And so this one's also like pretty much like with tarot. I noticed that a lot of the analogies were like something that was like above you like higher than you like i had mentioned lovers earlier i think like in the in the heart chakra but i didn't want to use that but it's a similar thing because it's the couple with the with the like the angel or whatever that is above them so it's like always like you're always at a hearing so there's always like this part it's like you're like you're on the base but then you're going to the like the monad or the source or like the higher thing which gives the judgment and then you're allowing yourself to be judged in a sense because at this point you have to look at yourself uh to find out like what you are who you are maybe what's missing because this is where you will want to strive for like the concept of enlightenment and then at this point is where you do like that soul searching because you want to go beyond and then so like that's like the main thing is you want to like whatever it is you're like i know there's more to it and that's why i was saying the people who i know who have the top two chakras are the people who 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 have seen a beyond or believe in a beyond or they have, or they just have it like that. Right. And then the people who don't have the top two chakras are people who can't conceptualize anything beyond here. They'll just say, Oh no, this is where I'm at. This is all I know, which is fine too. Like, like I'm not hating on that, but that's what I've noticed. And then, so, uh, yeah, so that's a part of that for sure. Well, knocking those two things off is what could also make somebody believe a lot of bullshit here is actually important. Hence the theater on the fucking TV we get constantly when you put on the news. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look. I mean, I mean the, the, well, this will you know, this will show, I guess, date how old the show is. But I mean, today, you know, fucking Trump's getting indicted. It's like really, you know, it's, come oh, on, wow. it's fucking what is this uh, reality TV? Start it up. Oh, he's a reality TV star. It's his yeah. niche. He was already there. Yeah, that, that's Yo, his niche. You think he's good? He's good. Reality yeah. TV, reality TV is when your president actually used to fuck hookers and you think it's okay. Because if you think about it, the, no, when you really think about what's going on right now, he's he's not being indicted for what he did because you can pay hush money. That's not illegal. It was the funds the way he, that he used it. So the, the, the news 
is actually telling you, yes, he did fuck her, and he did pay her to shut up, but the money he used was not good. Mm. That's literally exactly what the masses are being told, and just see it as only one part of that. So the morality of it is neither here nor there. Who cares about that part? It's the money part. That's like that's fucked. When you and the thing it. is, is that when people will go and defend him, they will say, well, you know, they'll just stick to the way that they're trying to get him and not even realize that you're actually like defending a dude that is a president and wants to run for president that has mm-hmm. fucked prostitutes. I mean, you know, uh, porn stars. Like that's reality TV. That has to be reality TV. For people to be in the living room, probably looking at Fox, flipping out over a dude who's admitted to fucking prostitutes, wants to run your country. But yet we're going to shit on Biden's son for fucking prostitutes, and he's running the country. So what's going on here? Fucking clown world. Clown world. Yeah, man, for real. In another two weeks, Trump was probably smoking crack too. No, it's all right. It's okay. You know? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. These pictures of you... Trump sniffing cocoa for fucking Stormy Daniels' fucking ass. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, he's just being a dude. It's all right. It's what guys do. He's being a dude. But when Hunter Biden does it, he's being a fucking jerk off. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way people justify shit, you're being fucking played. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and here's the thing. If you're connected to source and you have a strong relationship with, the, with you realize the it's all a fucking joke. Yourself, <laughs> you probably look at that and just laugh, you know, like and, we met, like and, I and mentioned it, before, that's when you realize it's all just a play. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Oh man. So actually what you were saying, Lou, reminded me of a Bible quote. Yeah. So like how, you know, you're saying like when you do like the personal work, and you, you do work on yourself. You work on all these aspects of yourself and you finally are like integrated, right? At the crown. So there's, uh, I think it's from the first Corinthians chapter nine. So the quote is, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Hell yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like, um, once you become a king or a queen, it's forever. What? (laughs) Once you become a king or a queen, it's forever. Dang. That's true. No, but (laughs) in my opinion, honestly, like from my personal experience, when I've had my moments of, um, where I felt like transcendent or something like that, it's when I had an alignment like right around here, like starting here. And then it kind of ended like, I guess, I don't know, just like in the back of my head, like right around here. Right. And, um, I felt like something here lock in and then, um, it made me feel super balanced. And then, so I guess I like that, you know, being like a Libra and stuff. And, um, when I felt this transcendentness, when I felt that something here, like, I think it has something to do with like your cranial sacral fluid, like when it, shoots up and then like because there's like you know healing modalities you can do with that which i can which i mess with too uh and Doesn't i that do go along with like the whole claustrum thing that jim carrey went along yeah went on about yeah yeah exactly yeah. because uh cranial sacral is when your sacrum which is the 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 orange chakra and then this one right here are misaligned 
And so if that happens, a lot of the fluid, the like the anointing fluid that we have that can make us find our Christ-like self, when that's thrown off, everything like you can never like you're you're always so close, but you're never grabbing it. So that's why I would do craniosacral techniques on myself, and then that's why in the uh, sacral episode that we did, I was talking about that I do hell of this to myself still currently doing yoga, and then it makes sense that you're wearing the orange beanie, I'm wearing the purple hat because that's the craniosacral therapy. And then just how I said a little while ago, those are the two Kings that's raw and set fighting. That's Zeus and Kronos fighting. That's it's, it's those two guys or the, the, the two different like seeming authors in the Bible. That's them contradicting themselves. Like it's, it, this is always the story. And then, so, uh, and so uh, one is like the shady ruler who they call the shady ruler in a sense. And then the other one is like the benevolent generous ruler, but um you don't fully get to become a king on earth until you finally uh, align yourself with the shady ruler. You know what I mean? With the set and um, integrate and, the and, shadow, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to be, you have mm-hmm. to learn to be a shadow worker and then eventually a shadow master where you embrace all the, uh, all the darkness and then you go head first, nose first or whatever. That's why that. The, the sun behind you has a uh, black metal. Yeah. 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 And so it takes a, that's why I like, like here I'm alive, but what I'm doing is honestly, I'm like preparing myself for death. Like I'm, I'm, cause I know that this is like a, a, a snap of an instinct compared to what's, uh, what's out there. And so I'm doing my best to like prep myself and all that. And yeah. You know, and then it was funny. I was listening to a, a video earlier today and some lady mentioned that like, you know, we keep talking about the soft spot, the blowhole, you know what I mean? And she was saying, like, if you want, do like a headstand to like to get this thing going, you know, like put yourself upside down and have all the pressure go there. And obviously the pressure's gonna go on the top of your head, right? And that's to kind of like 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 get it going, stimulate it, you know what I mean? Like, you know, something like that. Yeah. Well, and you know what's funny, like little kids do that a lot naturally. They go upside down a lot. Like if you ever watch a young toddler play. They're up. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, like, before you were talking about hanging upside down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. Those are the poses well, the that will activate. Your head, like, something's going to have to end up, you know, kicking, you know what I mean? Like, when you're starting yeah. a lawnmower, you know. But, like, you see little children do that a lot. Well, like, I used to do this as a kid. I remember I hang off the arm of the couch, like, upside down. Like, ar- like arching your back and then this like your whole chest is open and you're like flailed upside down, right? Yeah. I used to do that constantly and thought that that was like the coolest shit. And then you have like such a rush when you like pull up after, right? Yeah. I used to hang yeah, off, yeah, like, hang off my bed yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> hang yeah. off a chair, or, like yeah. hang off the couch. That's Kids the beginning. do that all the time. I remember. They are so much more connected than we are. That's the beginning of as a kid, once the kid comes down from the high off of that, you realize that there's something beyond here. So you start tripping out. Does it, when you, when you do that, does it literally send more blood to your head? Hell yeah. See now again, again, if we go back to there actually being some sort of energy in your head, I could understand why wanting to focus that, you know, if you hung upside down, that could be like a shortcut to doing that. If you couldn't do it yourself mentally, Mm -hmm. you'd just be sending more energy to your head. If there was something inside your blood. Yeah, because the stuff in your head is the access to heaven. That's why head and heaven. And then the stuff by your feet is the access to being grounded uh, on Gaia on Earth. You know what I mean? I think so, it yeah. has something to do with the plasma. And you need both. And you need both because 
like I said earlier, if you're just so up here, which I was doing that a lot in my, like my days when I was learning like the energetics and stuff like that, I was way too much up here without being grounded. So I was closer to like the homeless people who were talking to themselves, like just Looney Tunes, like way out there. And, but you need a balance of both for sure. And that's why the tower, how we were talking about the tower, the tower is red and purple. It's like, uh, you need both. You have to crumble all the way down in, in order for you to finally, uh, like kind of be really etherical, like, you know, uh, in a in a grounded way it's like it's like a weird oxymoron it but, is. you know but you know, that's... down to rise up or yeah. like the phoenix you know burn <laughs> to yeah. resurrect right and everyone's different yeah and everyone's different everyone has their own things to do first some people yep. have to embrace the darkness first some people got to embrace the light first it just yeah. it just depends on your dna or whatever the hell right it's funny how you're talking about like the top and the bottom and like the oxymoron the author of this book does I think have like suggested like meditations? Um, I don't know if it's in the book or if it was like videos, old videos that they did. Um, but they do at one point. I think before uh, you do any of their meditations to get into your chakras, um, the lady does have you kind of like do an exercise where you're actually like kind of like pulling your crown up and your root down. Oh. And 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 she's and she goes on saying that that if you're doing it right, you should actually feel something kind of like throughout the middle of you. And like, if you really were to focus on it, I swear to you, it's like almost, it's like you feel like some, almost like a chain that all of a sudden just got like that, like pulled together. Oh, and you feel everything, awesome. you almost feel like everything's into line and you feel like, like it's really weird. It's really weird. That's dope. See, yeah. I've heard of the, the this part, like I've done this one, but I never did that with the red at the same time, which I should have uh, been doing, but I never heard of that one with the red at the same time that makes all the sense yeah know? then after that yeah. then you would go into the meditation to make sure that you're actually like you know aligned correctly that's yeah. it yeah that's cool, cool. it just made me think of that while you were talking about yeah. matching the top to the bottom and like i like i said i was even going to get into that a little bit uh but i said i was going to wait till the next uh, episode but like you know even uh crowley i hate to go back to him but like even the idea of pan a lot of people do look at that as neither an almighty, the God of all, or it's even the God of this world. So you could say, again, as above, so below. So, like, I do think there is uh, the top, the lower sphere is the top sphere in full manifestation. After every, every, after every little bit or idea of information, like I was saying down in before, has gone down the whole fucking row of everything. You finally make it into the flesh and who you are now. Just like the card. It builds yeah. all the way down. That one that one little spark of electricity in your brain goes down to that foundation that gets grounded into this fucking world. Mm -hmm. You know, and the only way you're going to change it is by changing that electrical spark up there and breaking the stone and changing who you are. And that's a trick within itself. You know, it's, it's really cool. It's like the, the, the spark from the chisel and the stone. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's sick how you come back around, you know. I got I got this one here too. Um Ace of Cups. So with this one, you see how it's like outpouring? And so I think about this is pouring down, but uh for the shock for this chakra, it's like I feel like it's like this. It's like we're shooting upwards. And then so uh 
it, it, it gets affiliated with like violet and white. And so I think that like yeah. the violet part is the part that's actually anchored on to like the actual vessel. Right. Mm. And then once you start beaming, obviously then it's like the white part, like then, you know, like the, the cosmic part or the heavenly part. And so, um, yeah. And so it's, that's why it's like a barometer because it has to stem, like the stem is here in the violet and then it'll shoot. Like once you shoot out, you know, like your blowhole and, uh, I like how you added so, the, the purple is kind of like still like uh, I guess like anchored or tethered to, to you know here, yeah, because it's still attached to the indigo, which is like the previous. So they, you know, because they all kind of attach, even though they're separate, but they still yeah. kind of have a, a a resemblance. You know, just how um, green has a little bit of yellow in it, right? And so like they still all kind of have an interconnection. So yeah, and, um, like even on the tree of life, before you cross over the abyss, the top spheres before that are, are red and blue. So I mean that would make purple but like you're still yeah. in my opinion even if you like added them together and like made another sphere i guess like doth or whatever you know in that area you still haven't crossed over yet it's like you, you yeah. know that's kind of like the high arc at the top before you actually go into the supernal triad which would be the spirit so the purple i i totally see that as being like maybe the high arc of the physical self yeah yeah I don't, and then yeah, the white light being the spirit maybe or you know whatever you want to call it consciousness mm -hmm. yeah well, they all kind of fade into each other a little bit yeah yeah and like going on the theme of like white light you know how i said before like white light when you put a prism to it then it breaks out into all the colors you know so i like louis what you're saying you know the white light is more connected to like the ethereal or like the divine so maybe we our physical body is like a prism you know we like refract 100%. the light within us and we refract, reflect, ref, oh my God, what is the word I'm looking for? Refract. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I could not say it. We refract like divine light within us, right? And we break yeah. it into all these like tangible pieces. So we're like a prism. Our body is like a vessel in that way. Yeah. yeah. And then what's cool is that we all, um, we're all unique like a snowflake. So even though we're, like we all have all the colors we still have like a main color in a sense because um out of the seven main colors like maybe there were a seraphim that were in a different dimension that were may maybe making like an art project and maybe we were the art project or the create the creation of a project and then so each one of those main angels or or colors you know like we each reside maybe more with one out of those main colors and then we still have all the other ones in us like a rainbow Sure. Well, if we're all like made of electromagnetic frequency, basically, you know, we're going to have like, we're gonna, all going to resonate slightly differently. So mm -hmm. we'll have one little thing like more dominant than the other. Yeah. If like when I do tell people this, uh, I told another occultist, uh, Quinn, uh, my buddy that uh, I've done the most work in a sense with set with purple, with Saturn or whatever, or, or with the crown. And so that's why I can relate to it that um, it's all about like alignment, like, like that is like a huge word. Like mm -hmm. if you have yourself in alignment, like, like if your body can match your mind, can match your soul in alignment, then that's when you'll be a king uh, here walking on earth. And then, and then, uh, and you'll feel, you'll feel the, the bliss, how you were talking about bliss earlier and why mm -hmm. there's like a bliss that comes with it. And then like an understanding and a knowing and an assuredness uh, with, with being a king and then um yeah and, and it's always being in alignment with yourself 
because God forbid he do it for anybody else around here because a theme that I was having today, I was working my ass off today at work. You got Easter coming, you got all, all types of shit coming. And, uh, and I was like, man, like people that you thought had your back is like, they don't really have your back, how, how you would have somebody's back. So in the end, you have to make it for yourself, be in alignment with yourself. And then that's mm-hmm. like your best bet. You know what I mean? From there, then you can help everyone else out with your boundaries, you know, appropriated and respectfully, you know what I mean? Cause I don't want to take away from other people or take away from myself, like by hating, you know what I mean? In a sense, by like, uh, holding myself back, but, uh, boundaries are good. And then, so you'll learn lessons around here with boundaries. And then in the end, it's like, all right, the best energy for me is myself. So I'm going to like go off me accordingly. And, and yeah, so that's a part of being a king. You can't yes. follow, you can't follow uh, others like that in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just something I wanted to add real quick, like for someone who's maybe more of like a Christian mindset listening and kind of getting like their panties in a wad talking about like integrating your shadow and shit, just a thought, you know, cause sometimes I think we're all just really talking about the same thing a lot of the time um that you know the purpose of evil or the adversary is to push you to propel you to good right yeah so that's like the purpose of the shadow you can either allow the shadow to consume you and be totally fucked and then that would be like literally hell right or you can use those challenges in life to propel you towards improving yourself. Yeah. It's right? just to acknowledge. It's, to, it's just to acknowledge. Right. Just to keep it real. Because before what I was doing, I was running away from my shadow all the time, running away from my you tail. You can't outrun that shit. Yeah. And then in the end, and then if you like, the more you do that later on, it's going to slap you in the face really hard. And then like life can get really yeah. hard. And then, so I'm like, okay, let me totally. just start acknowledging all this shit. And then, and then that way I can. Uh, so now my karma is, is more insta karma like like lessons that, <laughs> that i have to learn happen immediately to me like okay okay like i'll back off yeah because now like the judgment card when you see somebody over you and judgment isn't like a bad thing like karma is actually good because it shows you that stuff around here is actually legit like like uh it's actually fair like if you put that out you're gonna get this back somehow in a sense and so yeah. I keep learning these lessons. So like, okay, okay. The more I, so that's why, like, even if I know someone doesn't have my back, I'm not gonna like hate them per se because I'm just gonna end up like hating on myself in a way. But um, it's it's a fine line and it's a teaching between uh, uh, boundaries for sure. And so that's why uh, this chakra is really good for that. You know, I got yeah. this here. Look at this. It says flexible ruler. I don't know if you guys can see that. Flexible uh-huh. ruler, and this is purple ruler that I happen to stumble on right here. And so just how Zeus orange is one ruler, purple is the other ruler. And it shows you the other, like, like the fine line that you got to have. And you do got to be flexible because if not, you're going to be shooting your own self in the foot, you know? And so, uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Shooting yourself yeah. In the um, Oh, I was going to add, did you have any more cards left? Oh, you know what I was thinking about before? Real quick, I don't want to forget to say it. Uh, When you were talking about alignment, I thought about something. When we were talking about these alignments and these alignments, I was like, you know, again, like I'm thinking of alignments and planetary stuff. I was like, you know, and then going back to thinking about what I was saying earlier, you know, about how, you know, supposedly if there's these planets out in space, how their satellites, you know, how our satellites that we're sending out to Saturn, how it got out there, 
if you think about the way that it talks about how it like uses each planet's fucking like gravitational pull and movement, I mean that really you know if the planets were aligned, like I guess you could keep skipping just like you're supposed to go up the chakras. Like it's, it's fu funny as it's silly as it sounds. Like when you think about how the chakras are supposedly spinning and how you're supposed to keep moving up from one to the next, I really do get the idea of like how satellites supposedly are jumping from one planet to get to the next. And then we're talking about alignment, planets align. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, it's very very interesting. The disc spin, the ball spins, all that spins. It's a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, yeah I'm sorry. So now you have another card. Sorry about that. Yeah, I got this last one. It's a star. And so at first I was, I like, I was like, I'm not sure if I really, but on this whole thing, there's a purple chakra right there. And so I was like, I guess it kind of goes. And then for the star. It says this card represents uh, is represented by faith and hope and the possibility of fulfilling desire associated with the planet Uranus and the sign Aquarius, uh, sign Aquarius. And then, so it's the crown chakra. So, uh, and then, so, okay. So the planet Uranus, right with Uranus, um, that's tied to the fool, which is kind of also, it was kind of tied to this one, but I didn't bring it out. But I think of like uh, my my zodiac chart because it's like in the shape of a bucket. Like it says, you're you're a bucket shape. It's all like right here. And then so if I flip mine, everything will be like everything that I have filled up in here will be knocked like just all gone. So that's like the whole thing of Uranus. Like Uranus is the most extreme flip floppy planet. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the most 180 degree planet that there is and then so it's funny that this is tied to the crown because if you have your crown and then you flip you know it's the same thing as the bucket head uh, where um, it's, it's like a similar concept where yeah. it's very sensitive to being flipped over yeah so there, there's something about that too oh and bucket head aquarius that's interesting yeah yeah, because I've been known, uh, I've been, I've been called out for having like an eraser head. That's like my version. And then when I saw my great, my great grandfather's picture at my grandpa's house, his name is Sixto. I'm like, oh, that's where I got that bucket eraser head. It's like the same little head. And so, and so, yeah, it's there, there's something to that a little bit. Yo, what did you say his name was? Sixto. Yeah, Sixto. How do you yeah. spell that? Like S I X T O. Yo, I saw a license plate. Oh, with that that's wild. Are you kidding me? And, no. Yeah, she, oh, she, no, she even no, sent it to me because it had I the Masonic thing. A picture of it because it had a free Masonic license plate holder on it. Whoa, dang. And I was like, yo, so I wonder what that random. means. And then, like, you explained, like, you thought it was from Canada. Like, you know, Canada. Well, yeah, because Toronto's nickname is The Six. So I thought, I thought it might be 6TO. But I thought, I'm like, Sixto is like a name, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, also, so. It's my great-grandfather's name, which I never heard of a name like that until that's I saw wild. his head. And I was like, that's my head. You know? <laughs> and I, Well, what's funny is that, uh, like, the background on this is that, did I mention that to you, NY? That, uh, well, my, my birthday is on October 6th, which is 10-6. And the Mad Hatter, right, is his, on his hat, he has 10 over 6. And so I've always called myself a sixer. And then that's why when we were doing our planet series, I was talking about uh, like Lucifer and then six is like sex and all that. And then um, I'm, I'm born on the six. And then so I have a tie uh, to the sixer. And then what 10 over six taught me is that um, 
even though I'm in a body here, I have the 10 over me, which is the 10 is like God. Because like, imagine you're rating people, like, you know how people rate people like, oh, like, is he a 10 or is he a five or what is he, right? <laughs> and so the joke that I always had, like from years ago, as like a teenager, I was, I would always say this, I was like, like, even if it's the hottest person, they could only be a 9.9 because God is the only 10. And that's why I have 10 over six. God is over me. Just like the judgment, uh, the judgment card, it's like over me. So like, that's kind of like how I live my life. <laughs> like what's helped me is that, cause if I didn't live like this, I'd be like, uh, like, fucking, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, like no, of- and Saturn is the sixth planet from the sun. Yeah. Oh, you know, what's interesting too. Is now, if you were to, wow. now the six out of 10 is also like, would be an initiatory, uh, would also be like degrees. Uh, cause oh, I like, never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like, cause there's Holy. 10 spheres on the tree. Um, in like the Astrum Argentum, the Golden Dawn, um, you know, some secret societies, as you go up the tree and you go to that degree, you're supposed to be matching that number on the tree. The sixth sphere out of the 10, you know, could be, I guess, uh, looked at as, uh, Tifereth. And that is when you come in contact with your Holy Guardian Angel. So even the six out of 10 inside that guy's hat in Alice in Wonderland, I can understand that to an extent. Wow, what a trip, dude. Yeah, because I always related to him because I always knew I had, like, some version of, like, dyslexia. Like, not official dyslexia, but I knew I was, like, a mirror. You know how when you look at a mirror, it's the same thing, but it's flipped, right? Like, the everything. So I'm kind of like that. Like, I'm, like, a weird dyslexic. And so that's why I had to learn about this in order in order to get my life right. Because if not, I'm always, like, messed up. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it's it, yeah. And so what I learned recently, like on some video, I forgot, but what I learned recently about the Mad Hatter, like in terms of like, uh, I forgot what year it was. I don't know if it was the 20s, but back in the day, like almost 100 years ago, um, they had people with the hats who were selling hats and they would stack them on their heads and then they would sell these hats out to people. And then they end up getting crazy and that's why they call them mad, right? And then so the reason why they got crazy is because apparently they put mercury I, I don't know how this happened but the story that i saw recently was they put mercury on their on their hat or on their head for some reason so that mercury ended up giving them toxic shit to make them looney tunes to make them crazy oh, wow and then if you think about if you think about mercury i think about those those is like i think about the blue bird and that's why i have the blue bird on my freaking logo when i stream you know, oh, I have man. the thought. I have the thought on my head. So that's Louis, like my, you said my that this, this chakra is the barometer of all the chakras. What's in a thermometer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. No, it's just the it's it's the culmination of whatever it is. The barometer always changes. Just how a barometer at your house or in your car, one day it like one second it'll be fifty eight degrees. The next second it'll be fifty nine. Later well, on, the mercury is what allows us to indicate the temperature and the pressure changes. Oh, oh, damn, yeah. It's what's inside. Oh, and it's hella random that I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't know how I heard this story, but like whenever those people were selling the hats like that, that was like a hundred years ago. I don't know why they would put mercury, but they put mercury in their hat, which got to their head, and and then it made them crazy. And, so there's so there's something to that, or in terms of me, in terms of like figuring out myself. But I'm just I'm realizing it now that 
it's tied to a thought on my head and it's tied to um the whole 10 over six because because that's the lesson because that's why that mad hatter has like like why else would the mad hatter have on his little hat with a paper 10 over six like how random and what's he always doing too what what are they always doing they're always having tea you gotta add heat you gotta add heat to that barometer louis Gotta add heat to that tea to create some steam. Yeah. So your spirit yeah, can exactly. rise. And that's why, and that's why my two main elements in my in my chart is uh air and, and fire. So and what's that steam? That's why I get steam. That's why before, like before I met you guys, oh my god, like people that knew Let's me. Have another cup of tea. They, 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 would, they would call me out for my uh steaminess, so to speak. Like, another cup of steam. I've, on a, I've I've done a lot of shadow work or whatever you want to call it, internal work to work on that part of myself because before it was like my barometer was off the hook. Like I couldn't control it type of thing a little bit. You weren't, you weren't, you weren't smoking the same as everybody else. So, apparently not. No, I was, I, was, uh, I was mushrooming. I was mushrooming this. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, so. uh, awesome. Louis. Oh my God. That's uh, so funny. I think uh, we're like an hour and a half now. And there was only one shocker. And I think we wrapped up the series pretty well right there. So yeah, I say so. maybe we'll leave it there. Uh, there was, there was one thing I, I did want to, I just want to read this real quick. And it, it yeah. just, it popped up in my head because it was something that, I actually did, I think, on the last episode of the Scarlet Horse series, and, like, unfortunately, people will probably be like, oh, I guess he just likes the Velvet Underground. They're a pretty cool drug addict hippie band, but, like, I actually used the song and the visuals for a specific reason. And we were talking about White Light, and for some reason it made their song pop into my head. And, like, you know, um, I'm not saying that they're, uh, they, they, these musicians did not sing about drugs in their music. They obviously did. But sometimes I do think that also is a way to sweep uh, misunderstood lyrics under the rug with drug addiction. Um, Real quick, I just want to read off a few lines from the song White Light, White Heat. And I think you two will understand why I brought this up. Uh, White light going messing up my mind. And don't you know it's going to make me go blind. White heat, it tickled me down to my toes. Um, then it also goes on to say white light moved in me through my brain, white light going, making you go insane, white light. It tickles me down to my toes, white light. It lightens up my mind, my eyes. Don't you know, it fills me up with surprise. And then white heat tickles me down to my toes. To me, I know everybody would think that that's uh, speed or cocaine, abuse that they're known for but i would question if maybe there's something else is being said in those types of lyrics what we're talking about right now made me think of that in a sense hence why i included it on an intro it wasn't just because it was the velvet underground it was because of what was being said Nice. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up this series. I thank you both for like I, I like I said before, this took about two months and even prior to that about probably a week or two of uh, researching before we even did the first episode. So this took a lot of time and I thank you both for sticking out and doing it. I had a blast and I really think all the listeners will love it as well. Um, Louie, would you like to let everybody know where they can find your stuff? Yeah, dude. Well, right on. Uh, first, thank you to you guys too, for sure. Really good shit, man. I oh, feel yeah. I felt really supported on this um, on this whole series, and then uh, 
I'm glad we were able to like tell a story because we actually kind of did. We like set a foundation from the beginning and like we told a story, kind of set everything up. So when you, you know, when, when you end up listening to the whole series, it just really ties it in together like a nice bow or whatever. Like you can really kind of relate to how everything kind of has a stepping stone and it all makes sense like a story. So, uh, yeah, so I'm really grateful and I want to thank you guys for that for sure. And, um, yeah, um, you can find my podcast uncanny mystic minds on all major platforms. Um, I'm doing YouTube now and, nice. uh, the videos are on Spotify and, uh, yeah. And then you can even email me for inquiries or, or anything like that on uh, uncanny mystic minds at gmail.com. Very nice. Yo, so now you also put up, uh, that was something I was doing, not anymore. So now I'm assuming what you're saying is that if people listen to you on Spotify, they could actually watch the video with the podcast, correct? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like pretty yeah. much. Uh, I don't know if people know that Spotify actually does that. You can actually watch yeah, a video podcast. Yeah, like, uh, like basically all my videos on Spotify are, uh, are video, except the ones that I do a story time. I do those like uh, audio. But uh, pretty much any like anyone with interviews or, or like multiple folks, you know what I mean? Like this, it'll be a video. He does it outside in his bathrobe smoking a pipe, so he doesn't want to show people that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a couple of videos with me like reading it. I'm like, oh, I don't think people want to see me like reading, like actually reading, reading. So I was like, I'll just make that audio. Yeah, because there's different books I want to get in. Like, I want to show uh, this next one. I'm really excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys. Uh, it's about sorcery. And it's like really good. I like this author. He talks about occult stuff, sorcery, and uh, mystical things. And so I'm like, oh, like, and uh, I like his writing style. So I'm yes. kind of excited to share that next one. Yeah. Good, good. That's awesome. Cool stuff. And now, uh, Teresa, what is up? And thank <laughs> you. And thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, this was so much fun. I got to, like, go back to my yogi days a little bit and try to remember stuff that I learned a long time ago. I was like, shit, I actually learned a lot back then. I, I should really uh, implement that into my life again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if people want to hear more from me, they could check out the Spiritual Gangsters podcast. Um, that's on all, like, the major podcast platforms. Rumble, like you said before, which I really love Rumble because, like, the player pops out. Like you can lock your phone yes. or like your, your yes. mobile device, you know, and it still plays, which I think is awesome. Unlike YouTube, unless you pay for premium, which I will never, but, <laughs> but, Oh uh, no, you know, believe it or not, I'm pretty sure my episodes will still do that. There's actually, really? yeah, I think there's something that I must be clicking that will, there's certain things that when you upload a video to YouTube, if you make it, I think, uh, click on a certain box that does something, it will no longer, it will no longer add. It's, it has to do something with, like, the parental settings. It could be the fact, I don't know. I was reading into it, and, like, if you click on something when you're uploading your video, it will not allow it to play openly. Okay. Because, I mean, I could do that with some techno songs. I could still open it up and leave it open on the in the thing and then close it oh, out. Oh, I've never been able to do that. Yeah, no, but there are a lot of videos thing. that now you can't do that with. But Rumble gotcha. definitely does all the time. So. Yeah, Rumble, I like that about that. And, yeah, people can find me most on Instagram. I'm sure those links will be there. And uh, newly on Twitter. So come find me. <laughs> yes. Get yeah. at me, dog. Yo, hit me up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Unless you have a question or something constructive to say, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. But yes, and also like to remind people, if you're listening, there is uh, video uh, platforms. 
you know, uh, we'll, like I said, like when I stream a lot out, it will be going to Odyssey, Rumble, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. But I mean, just even for the podcast for both our shows, we do have Rumble, and uh, Rumble is a backup for things that can't go on YouTube. And we have YouTube. I have Bitchute, and we have the podcast. So there we go. There's that spiel. Uh, real quick, I do want to add though. Uh, after this episode, I think there's three guests that I had on to give me time to start the next topic. Um, well, the next two topics. The next topic, like I said, we'll be going into the, you know, kind of like the head and looking at certain things. But then after that, we should be having a uh, very excited to do this one, actually. It's another cult. Um, surprisingly, it has nothing to do with touching kids. Would have thought we could cover a cult that doesn't involve kitty diddling. Yes, the occult rejects will be doing that finally. We'll be covering a cult that has nothing to do with touching kids. Now, maybe that went on, but that's not what this is going to be based about. And it actually, in my opinion, is probably being run or influenced by two, if not three, secret societies. And I think I could easily prove that. And this one should be uh, very interesting, very juicy. And uh, there'll be tons of video uh, footage and pictures and should be very, very interesting. So that's just a little teaser. We got that coming out, and we got symbolism in your head. Uh, thank you again, Louie and Teresa, for coming on and killing this series with me. To me, that was definitely a signature occult rejects. Uh, oh, thank so you thank you. I appreciate that. That's how it's done, and that's how we're going to keep doing it. And until the next one, everybody be well. Later.